welcome back to Writing Off the Deep End. Today we're going to be talking about short fiction. Yes, yeah, so hmm. uh, you've done more of that than I have, but uh, I think I, I might be able to speak to some of it. Some, have some. you written some short fiction? I, I know I you've have. written shorter. I mean, not all of them are 15 book epics. There's been yeah, some Well, novellas. when I was a younger man, I tended to write short fiction, but I mean, I think my strengths are the sort of the larger vision of things mm -hmm. rather than the micro and short stories is such a micro form you need to pay attention to all of the little things in order to make it pull together and yeah. I can do that but it's not I don't get as much enjoyment out of that as doing the novel with the large with a broad broader canvas mm -hmm. yeah were the stories that you were writing in in short form, were they a, a different kind of story? What kind of story? So I tend to be science fiction, although I have done, again, I was doing some of the historical fiction similar mm -hmm. to what I was, what I've been doing more recently on, yeah. on uh, Second World War. So I did a few short stories about that period, but mostly it's science fiction that I've done. Mm -hmm. And the ones I got published, I got one published in a Quebec science fiction journal magazine yeah that was it's it's now i think it stopped publishing mm -hmm. is a thing called imagine yeah um and the other one that i got published well it was co-written with my wife mm -hmm. science fiction but it was read on cbc radio mm -hmm. so it was a short story but it was read on on the radio instead of being published in a print form so I think we've hit on one of the big advantages of the form is that uh, short stories are often a, a, a place of really dynamic interaction. You know, there's magazines coming out by very new writers and you're seeing other people's short stories and the, the cycle of them is faster or, or they get on the radio. And so um, because they're, they're out there in a dynamic way that a, a novel which has a certain inertia to it, isn't. Well, but tell me about your experience maybe with it. I... When I have an idea for a story, yeah, that's how they come to me, you have an idea for a story, and I had to sort of learn to recognize what length um, that idea would turn into. So I really do believe um, you don't sit down and you say, today I want to write a novel, today I want to write a short story. Well, maybe you do. But... Um, it's more that you want to write a, a story about this or that, you have your idea, and the skill is to look at that and say, oh yeah, that's going to be a novella, or that's that's going to be a short, short story, that will be a 2,000 word one, that will be a 6,000 word one. Because of course it matters when you're submitting to a location, mm -hmm. a printing venue, where it has a limit on the number of words, and then you have yes. to fit your story to the requirement, right? Mm-hmm. Except, I really do think you have to, uh, I look at those and, and you have to choose the story. You, you can't take any old story and squeeze it into no. a 3,000 word box. But sometimes you have a 3,000 word idea, and that's really magical when you think, oh, that will be Because I've had, a, I have submitted stories to short, to contests. Mm -hmm where you had a set number of words, mm -hmm. and then I had to write for that set number of words. Yeah. Right? So that's... Did you enjoy that constraint? I did. I always like constraints, because Me writing too. has... Yeah. I mean, when you start to write, you can write absolutely anything, 
and that's hard. But if you have some constraints, you it helps you focus on what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. So I like yeah. the constraints. Absolutely, they're 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 a kind of scaffolding that right. help me prop up my structure until it's done, and then you can. So. So you obviously enjoy writing short fiction. I do. Yeah. I. I. There are a lot of stories that aren't novels. You know that yeah. aren't. Um, that don't need to be stretched out that much, that are just a, a little flash of something lovely or intense or, yeah. or something of that kind. And for that, the short story just holds it perfectly. Yeah. For me, poetry is, is, is the most extremely condensed writing form. And in that case, you do get something very much pure emotion and sensation. Mm. And then a short story lets you unpack that a little more and uh, into a, a linear narrative and then a novel is letting you uh, unpack it still further and and so it has less of that sensual and emotional intensity and it has to because uh, you'll wear your reader out you'll exhaust your reader mm -hmm. if you're keeping it at a high pitch the entire time but and so you write for journals or do you write for the journal, or do you write often, a story and then look for a journal? I often have something specific in mind, uh, although it's a mistake perhaps to write too narrowly for a journal because then the bane of the writer's existence, the rejection letter, right, exactly. uh, nine times out of ten, or maybe 19 times out of 20, uh, that story will then be rejected, and then you have to retool it um, and fit it up for a different publishing avenue right. and try your luck again. So. But that's good in its way, uh, sending it out, getting it back, being able to reflect on it six months later and see what that story now means for you and, and changing it again, all of that makes the story better and mm. richer. So how many, do you have any idea, how many short stories you've published? Oh, I'd say about 12 or 14. Okay. Yeah. That's quite a few. I mean... Over the last 12 or 14 years. <laughs> so oh, it's okay. not a... No. <laughs> yeah, my first one came out in 2007 or something like that during my undergrad days. Uh -huh. And I look, I, I don't, I don't know what I think if I went back and read it now, but it was a very, it was, it was all these things we're talking about that are very, that short stories can do. It was, it was impressionistic. Uh, it was a, a snapshot kind of glimpse and, and back then, I, I was always trying to make my writing mysterious, uh, something I've gotten over. So it was a snapshot gl glimpse into something happening with a vague sense of vaster currents. Okay. Perhaps a novel's worth of vaster currents, mm -hmm. but, but what, I want, what I got was that little snapshot. Because mm -hmm. so. I sometimes write short stories a little bit like I do the three-day novel mm -hmm. for novels, as I say. I, or a contest, I use the opportunity of the contest mm -hmm. to work out something that I, that I sort of have vaguely in mind, but I didn't know exactly how to do it. Yeah. And so I'll, so I'll use as sort of a contest for a short story, and I'll think, what are my current different efforts going on? Where's there's a story that I haven't really understood? And then use it to flesh out that story in a short story context, okay. but it's within the larger framework of something else that's going on, right? That's interesting. So have 
these short stories often then uh, been, been incorporated sometimes into the they have. So some. So I wrote one short story. It was for a CBC contest, a uh, mm -hmm. short story contest, uh, in, in my science fiction world. Yeah. That then became incorporated into um, actually the current the re one of the rewrites that I'm currently doing for one yeah. of the book, one of the novels yeah. in the series. So I have used them that way as a kind of fodder for the novels. Now, that was done quite intentionally to be part of an existing world. Have you ever written a short story and then later looked at it and, and meant for it to be a short story? And then worked it out. And realized that there was a novel's worth of yeah, um, story too. in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember learning in undergraduate or maybe even in high school about... Uh, in, in those days, I don't know if they still teach it this way, but they said that all short stories lead to an epiphany. And you would read James Joyce and uh, the, uh, the, something from the Dubliners, I'm sure, and then and the characters would be wandering around doing things, and then at the end they would realize something. And then I started to write my own short stories, and there wasn't always an epiphany. No. I wonder, has that, has that structure, which I'm sure they also taught, um, I do tend to do that. I mm -hmm. do the, this is what I meant by this sort of emotional resolution that there's yeah. sort of a some kind of an enigma or a dilemma that's posed, and then there's some sense of resolution of that mm -hmm. enigma at the end of the story. But I have written other things, and that there aren't like that. And I I'm probably drawn more to writing that's less cathartic in that way mm -hmm. you know I'm more interested now in varying up the form like breaking mm -hmm. up the writing so it's more fragmented yeah and th so it's a bit more experimental as a writing style and, and I will say for short stories that's another advantage of short stories so being um, experimental with your form is asking something of the writer, of the reader the reader has to put in some extra effort and if you ask them to do that over a 300 page novel, they might become so exhausted that they throw it across the room. Mm. But in a short story, you've got their attention, um, you're, you're just asking them for an hour of their life, perhaps, maybe even less, and so you can ask them to put in that extra effort to, to experience something new to them, something difficult. So, mm. have you done that too, or...? <laughs> oh... I might be a bit of a conventional writer, although, oh, the last short story I wrote, um, I, I was staying with another friend of mine who is a writer, and we said, oh, let's exchange our most latest writing and give each other feedback, and she got it, and she was looking at it on her screen, and she, she gives me this look, and she said, I didn't sign up for second person, Mary. <laughs> So I'd written it in second person, uh -huh. um, and I, I don't think I'd have the nerve to uh, write a second person novel, no. although many writers have done it, um, yeah. and Kay Jamison did recently, and they did it well, but yeah. uh, um, maybe I can work up to yeah, that. Maybe, yeah. But for a short story, this was under 3,000 words. This was 2,500 words, and I think that even your pickiest reader can set aside their expectations yeah. and read a second person story. I remember reading one of your stories and it had a quite subtle conclusion. I can't remember which one it was now, but the... Well, good. Subtlety. 
tension as, as writers uh, that we want to be subtle, but at a certain point we realize that we also have yeah, to be Yeah, because sometimes clear. you read stories, I'm not saying yours, mm -hmm. but somebody else's, and, and you get to the end and you think, I really don't know what they were trying to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> and not in a good way. <laughs> So thank you very much for listening to this uh, video blog and next time I, we're, we're going to talk about dramatic forms. Um, that could be theater, it could be opera, or really anything that's read aloud. Right. Um, so uh, don't forget to subscribe and thank you for watching. See you next time.